Diwali, the Festival of Lights, is a vibrant and colorful celebration that marks the victory of light over darkness and good over evil. We invite you to celebrate Diwali with a drive through two and a half miles of sparkling lights at the Bull Run Festival of Lights in Centerville, Virginia. The Bull Run Festival of Lights is open November 10th through January 7th. Save time and money by purchasing a ticket online at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on in, everybody. Come on in. Listen, getting started about a minute or so early so that all of our Facebook family and our YouTube family, Twitch, our app, our website, all of that, give you an opportunity to share. When you share, you already know, people get saved. We're gonna add our Instagram family in just a moment on both the Harvest Church and the Bishop Foreman Instagram pages in just a moment to come in. But while we're doing that, I need y'all to share, share, share. When you share, people get saved. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Let's go. It's going to be amazing tonight, as prayer always is. You already know that God always meets us in prayer. What do we do? For one hour, at 7 o'clock on the dot, let's add, let's add. ATO, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. We're live everywhere now. Come on in, everybody. Let's go. Shalom, come on in. Shalom, that is a Hebrew word, the language of the Old Testament, the language of God which simply means peace, but it means more than peace. It means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. So every time you speak and release shalom into somebody's life, you are literally prophesying that into them. And so I want to encourage you to change the way you talk to one another. Like amongst families, start calling each other, hey, shalom. Amongst spouses, shalom. Amongst people you love, speak shalom into them. Because every time you say that, you are telling them there's nothing missing in your life, nothing broken in your life, nothing lacking in your life, and all is well. Come on, let's do roll call. Come on in, y'all. Let me know where you're watching from. Tamarack, Florida. Welcome. St. Louis, Aurora, Colorado. Good to see you. Georgia, good to see you. Green Valley Ranch, good to see you. New York, Mount Vernon, New York. Naperville, Illinois. Marietta, Georgia. Duval, Maryland, good to see you. Come on, Omaha, Nebraska over here. Y'all talk to me. Every platform, everybody, everywhere. Speak to me. Palm Springs, California. Glad you made it back safe. Florence, South Carolina. Let's go. Southeast Aurora. Let's go. Let's go. East Atlanta. Good to see you. Warner Robins, Georgia. What's happening, y'all? Come on in. Eden, Oklahoma. Come on in. Listen, um, while you're coming in, I want to encourage you to make sure you have our app. Um, that is the best way to stay connected to Harvest. It is literally getting ready. I started telling you about this in December just so that you'd be prepared for that. Sometimes people, um, you know, just got to prepare people for change. And so our new app, our new website will be releasing very, very, very soon. I saw final drafts of that um, today. And uh, and so uh, I'm super excited about that. All right. But that's the best way to stay connected. Text Harvest to 55498. Why should you do that? One, you're going to get encouraging and inspiring text messages. The best way to stay connected. Number two, you'll be able to get our app. There's tons of resources that are in our app that are totally Free to you because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. What's in the app? The spiritual gifts test is in the app. 
Um, we're adding in the new app, the love languages test will be built into the app. So you can always access that so you can discover your love languages. What else is in the app? So many great resources. Hey, Pastor Man, so many great resources are in there. Um, you, you can watch messages, our podcast, uh, music, everything you need. You can read through the Bible, the same Bible reading plan that I use to read through the Bible in a year. That is in there. So there's so many great resources that you can avail yourself to. So I want to encourage you. Text Harvest to 55498 and get that app. All right. Listen, y'all, prayer is going to be powerful tonight. I want you to start um, this week and I need you to name your week. And I want to teach you the power of this. I want to teach you the power of this um, life and death. And you hear me talk about this all the time, all the time. Uh, life and death are in the power of your, your tongue. Whatever you say is what you're going to see. Whatever you speak is what you're going to see. Whatever you declare, that is what literally you're going to see demonstration of. Right? And in that, it's so important that you understand the power of what, of what you speak and the power of what you say. I want to give you um, a, a couple of examples of this um, out of the scripture because you got to name your week. And before you type it in there, I want to give you Bible to back it up about why you want to name your week. And you want to name everything. You need to name your home, name your car, name your day, name your week, name your month. The year is already named for you. It's a jubilee year. But you have to know the power of this. So, so let, me, let me show you this. In Genesis chapter 2, um, I want you to see this. Um, for Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 20. Listen to this. And the man, talking about Adam, and the man gave names to all the livestock, to the birds of the air, every animal of the, of the field. Uh, it goes on, then uh, Adam in verse 23, um, in verse 23, Adam even names the woman. He gives her her name. You got to hear me. Everything that is in your life is going to become what you call it. So I need you to stop talking about you up under attack. That's why, because you call it that. Stop talking about you got all these, that stop. Mm -mm. Whatever you name it, that's what it is. Y'all ready? Whatever you name it, that's what it is. So I want you to name your week this week. I want you to name this week and drop it in the comments. Father, in Jesus' name, we begin this week putting a name on it. And we cancel every negative thing that we have spoken. We cancel every negative thing that we've released. We cancel every negative thing that we've uttered concerning our lives. And Father, we use the power of the tongue, the power of our words that you have given us to name this week. We name this week, just like you gave Adam authority in Genesis chapter 2. Whatever he named the animals, that's what it was. Whatever he named Eve, that's what it was. So in Jesus' name, we name this week. I see favor. I see favorable and productive. I see progress. Come on. I see a completion, joy. This is good. Abundance, blessings. Come on, y'all. Name your week. Manifestation week. Increase week. Come on, name the week. Name the week. A week of prosperity. Whatever it is, I need you to name the week. Whatever this is, I need you to make sure that you name this week. Name this week. Name this week. A week where you're healed. A blessed week, a results-driven week. Come on, y'all. A week, uh, uh, a way out of no way week. I love it. An overflow week. I see that on a few platforms. An increased week, love and communication. A creative week. A week of miracles. A fruitful week. A week of healing. This is good. Come on, y'all. Give me a few more. A week of breakthrough. What is breakthrough? Breakthrough is when you get on the other side of the thing that's been in between you and what you desire. That's breakthrough. Positivity, creative, a next level week, a results week, 
or we could favor financial breakthrough, healing, and new opportunities. Go on. A debt cancellation week, a productive week, a financial overflow week. Father, we use the power of what you gave us with our tongue. You said that our tongue is like a rudder, which means it directs the ship, which means sometimes we have to say it and not feel it because we'll feel it if we continue to say it. You have to speak those things and call those things that be not as though they were. Dr. Ernest Pugh, love you. We have to call those things that be not as though they were. So, Father, as we gather together for the first six minutes of this time, we're going to pray. We name this week, God, and we pray that heaven will hear what we name this week and then manifest what we name this week. That your angels, you said in Psalm 103, 20, that your angels hearken unto the voice of the word of the Lord. When we speak, we are in your image and your likeness, which means when we speak, the angelic host cannot differentiate between us and you because we are in your image and your likeness. Therefore, God, Father, we pray that the angels would take what we named this week. We call this a week of favor. What is that? Preferential treatment. We call this a week of breakthrough. What is that? When we get on the other side of the thing that's been in between us and what we desire. We call this a week of answered prayers. What does that mean? Well, we come off of delay. We call this a week, Father, of not only preferential treatment, but we call this a week of but God treatment. In other words, God, situations that look like they were a certain way. We ask that you interject yourself into that situation and turn it for our favor so that our confession will be nobody did this but God. We call this a week, God, where debts are canceled. We call this a week, God, where we get approvals on any requests that we have before anybody. We call this a week, God, where you turn the hearts of those that are decision makers in our favor. Anybody that sits in a seat that impacts a decision that has anything to do with us, anything we own, anything we're connected to, we declare that this is the week, Father, where you turn their hearts in our favor. We declare, God, that this is a week where you shut down unproductive thoughts. So this is a week where you shut down unproductive conversation. This is a week where you shut down the attacks of the enemy that were simply designed to stop us from walking through every open door that you have ordained. Father, we speak life over this week. We declare this is a Zoe week. John 10, 10. The thief comes, but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that you might have Zoe, life, and life more abundantly. We declare this is a Zoe week. Let us enjoy this week. Let us smile more this week than we did any previous week. Let us be happy more this week than we've ever been before. Let us have a hope for our future this week more than we've ever had before. We call this a week of celebration. This will be a week where we are celebrating the things that you do in our lives. We declare, declare that this will be a week of emancipation, where restrictions will fall off of us. Things that we said we could not do, that does not apply to us in this 2023, which is a jubilee year. We call this a restriction-free week. We declare this, you ready, a water-walking week. When we would get out of the boat of the comfort of what we are in and we would embrace the change of what do for day. We declare that this is a decision-making week. There's some decisions that we make in ourselves that we're going to be the best version of ourselves yet. We declare that this is a week, Father, where we have unbroken relationship with you. Come on, y'all. What does that mean, Father, that there is no break in our communication? Let this be a week, God. Where as we interact with you, that is unbroken. Let this be a week, God, where as we pray, that is unbroken. Let this be a week, God, that our interaction and relationship with you is unbroken. Let this be a week 
of deliverance. What is deliverance? To get me from where I am to where I want to go. We declare that this is the week of deliverance. You ready? Let's go. This is the week of dis uh, discipline, which means, God, there are some things that we will not be delivered from. We need to have the discipline in. The deliverance is the discipline. The discipline is the deliverance. The deliverance is the discipline. The deliverance is the discipline, and the discipline is the deliverance. We speak that now. We declare this is a week of impeccable credit. I pray, God, that we see credit scores jump. Come on, y'all. I pray that this is a week where the earth would yield what belongs to us. Every rebate, every refund, every inheritance, every scholarship, every dollar that is in the earth that belongs to us, that has our names on it in any way, shape, form, or fashion, that you make the earth yield it this week. And we thank you for that now. Now, Father, as we pray, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, the things we knew that were wrong that we did, Father, and the things that we did not know that were wrong. We ask that you forgive us now. Secondly, God, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sin. This is where we have missed the mark. Forgive us, God, for all of our iniquity. This is where we have practiced generational curses, things that we were supposed to interrupt. We ended up perpetuating, but we declare that we are the curse breakers in Jesus' name. And finally, God, we pray that this would, uh, that you would forgive us for our transgression. That is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. But that we say thank you in Jesus' name. I got another one because I like what I just read over here on the Harvest Instagram. A week of open doors. This is not just a week of open doors. This is the week where we walk through the open door. It is not enough for a door to be open and we are too scared or too fearful or too nervous or too shy or too timid to walk in that door. So, Father, we declare this is a week where we walking in the door. For every person, when you're going to walk in some open doors, I need you to do the little person that's walking emoji. You don't know how to do that. Just type walk. Just type walk. Just type walk. Just type walk. Listen, guys, um, you already know if you rock with me every Monday night, you already know prayer is going to be powerful. So let me get you to click that share button. When you share, people get saved. We are over 270 plus people that we've been able to record that have given their lives to the Lord. Clap for that. That's clappable. Let's clap for that. That's, that's, there's more than that. That's just the amount that we've been able to record. So to God be the glory for that. So we're excited about that. Um, when you, We got a goal this year of 2,023 people giving their lives to the Lord. Can I get a couple of you to put that in the comments? 2023. And how do we make that happen? When you share, you make that happen. There's no place that I travel where I don't run into somebody that says, hey, Bishop, I'm a digital harvester. Hey, Bishop, I watch you online. Hey, Bishop. I look at you on YouTube. Hey, Bishop, my friend sent me this. Hey, Bishop, there's no place that I go. No place. When I am dealing with political people, they'll say, Bishop, I got, I got your call the other day. Uh, thank you for praying for me, Bishop. Uh, th there's no place I go where Harvest um, is not having some type of impact. And we will never know until we stand before the Lord to see what he's done. And we're just getting started, you all. And I'm glad whether or not, however you're connected, I'm just glad that we're connected and you're part of this journey. So we're going to see that. All right. The Lord gave me some specific things that we're going to pray about uh, tonight. And I want to always encourage you, before you pray, always ask the Lord, what should you pray about? We help some of you all. Prayer seems hard because you just like, what should I pray about? I don't know. Should I say this? Should I pray this? Here's what you do. You say, Lord, what do you want me to pray about? Lord, what do you want me to pray about? I see a question on the Bishop Woman IG. Where's your church? All the information is at harvestchurch.church. Can I get somebody over here to respond to that comment? To Rally, uh, Rally, uh, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing your name. Reload, Reload. 
All right, they're gonna give you that information. All right, so listen, um, Harvest Church, that you can get all the information. So one of the first things that the Lord said that we're gonna pray about today, and I did a reel about this. If you don't follow me on IG, make sure you follow me on IG at Bishop Foreman. All my socials except Snapchat, which I don't really use, are at Bishop Foreman. Um, Snapchat, I think, is at Dr. Kevin Foreman is what it is. But listen, there's a scripture um, that the Lord said, I want, I need my people to understand just how much I protect them. Um, just how much I protect them. I want you to speak this and type this in the comments. He protects me. Come on, y'all. He protects me. Um, why is that powerful? Because there's a powerful scripture, Proverbs 22, 14. And I'm going to read you, uh, I'm going to read you a couple. I'm going to read you the Septuagint. Um, this, you've never heard of this translation of the script. Well, likely never heard of this translation of the scripture. But I'm going to read it to you. It says this. The mouth of a transgressor is a deep pit, and he that is hated of the Lord will fall into it. Evil ways are before man, and he does not like to turn away from them, but it is needful for man to turn aside from a perverse and bad way. Now, uh, I'm going to read it to you in a couple more verses. I'm going to explain it to you, and then I'm going to pray, because I need you to see just how much God has protected you, watch me, from bad relationships. Y'all better talk to me. I need you to see just how much God has protected you from bad relations. You crying that they're gone, and God was like, if I would have let you, if I would have let you be friends with them, listen, that would have been hate. If I would have let you date them, if I would have let you marry them, if I would have let you go into business with them, he protects you. I need to see some praise in these comments because you have no clue how much he has protected you. This is why you can never be ungrateful or never be mad or frustrated. People come in your life, people exit your life. Be good with both. Be good when they come, be good when they exit. I'm good with both. Let me go here. Proverbs 22, 14. Listen to this. All right. It says, um, Proverbs 22, 14. Let's go here. This is the mouth of a, uh, this is new living, of an immoral woman. And it's not limited to a woman. It's just contextualized that way. It's a dangerous trap. Those who make the Lord angry will fall into it. Okay. Let me read you one more translation. Let's go um, New American Standard. The mouth of an adulteress. What is adultery? For most of you, you think adultery is just um, you're married and you have sex outside of marriage. That's not the totality of adultery. Adultery means that you break your covenants, which means you make agreements. Well, you ready? You make promises and don't keep them. That is the nature of adultery. Okay? So watch what it says. The mouth of an adulteress is a deep pit. He who is cursed of the Lord will fall into it. God loves you so much. you got to hear me. But God says, listen, if I was angry with you, I would have let you get in a bad relationship. And for some of y'all, watch me, while you're fighting to be in some of these situations, you, you better say, God, look, look, look. Thank you, G. Look, God, if you say no, I'm good with no. It's quiet in these comments. It's quiet in these comments. God says, if, if you didn't got me to a certain point, I'm going to let you have a bad relationship, but let's see how that works out for you. Who can be honest in prayer tonight that you ever got into a relationship, situationship, or entanglement, or partnership, or friendship, or whatever, and then later on, you were like, oh my God, God, get me out of this. Wave at me if that's been you. Wave at me if that's ever been you. You're in a safe place. You're with Mr. Foreman. You're in a safe place. Wave at me if that's ever been you at any point in your life. 
Or you were like, oh my God, get this person away from me. Get this friend away from me. Get this, get this person, get them away from me. Listen to me. God is so good to you that he's like, I was protecting you from what you did not know you needed protection from. Here's what we're going to pray. We're going to pray to thank the Lord. You ready? For every bad friendship, relationship, partnership, situationship, entanglement from everyone that he protected us from. Because the Bible says that, watch me, the ones the Lord is angry with, he lets fall there. God, I'm grateful that you are not angry with me. Come on here, y'all. God, I'm grateful that you are not angry with me. Father, we tell you thank you tonight in every on every platform. We tell you thank you tonight for every bad relationship, situationship, friendship. We tell you thank you. Father, forgive us for fighting to keep certain people in our lives when you were protecting us from the destruction they were set to bring in our lives. We tell you thank you. We tell you thank you. We tell you thank you. We tell you thank you for not staying angry with us. Come on. We tell you thank you for not treating us as our sins deserve, but forgiving us. We are grateful that you are forgiving God. Father, thank you that you have not allowed us to be adult to words. What does that mean? It's not just sex outside of marriage. No, it means that we break our covenants. We break our promises. We don't do what we say we are going to do. We ask you to forgive us tonight for every adulterous action that we have made or participated in or done. Father, we pray that we would be those that keep our word. We would be those, God, that walk with integrity. We would be those, God, that do what we say we are going to do. And we would be those, God, that back up what we do. Father, even if it is a cost to pay, that we would be those that are known as the faithful. That we would be known as those that are consistent. That we would be known as those that make it happen. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, every platform, just drop a yes, Lord, or an amen right there. Drop a yes, Lord, or an amen right there. Come on, YouTube, y'all in the building. Come on, Instagram, y'all in the building. Just drop a yes, Lord. Um, that scripture is so powerful. That scripture is so powerful. Um, because many times... We are fighting uh, to keep people on our boats. You look at Jonah. Jonah tells the people, this storm comes, and Jonah tells the people, he says, listen, get me off of your boat and all your problems will stop. The people roll harder to keep him on the boat. And then eventually they're like, okay, you got to go. They roll harder to keep him on the boat. Sometimes we fight to keep certain people in our lives. If you're a leader of something in your in your company, in your business, in your organization, not realizing by doing that, you are literally fighting against God's own protection for you. God, don't let us fight your protection. We yield, sir. We yield. Don't let us fight your protection. We yield. We yield. And we say, God, we are fine with your will. God, make us desire. Here's a hack. Make us desire your prayer, your will. Make our will your will so that therefore, whatever our will is, it is your will. Make what you desire what we desire. Therefore, whatever we desire will be what you desire. That's a prayer hack. That's a prayer hack. Father, we don't have to worry about what your will is if you make your 
your will, our will. We don't have to worry about what your desire is if you make our desire your desire. And for that, we say thank you. Father, we want everything you've ordained for us. We want to be the entirety of the person you have created us to be. We will not settle for a lesser version of ourselves, but we embrace the totality of who you made us to be. Revelation 5.10, you make us to be kings and priests. This means we are spiritual and successful, and we embrace both realms. We embrace both realms. Forgive us, God, for operating from a scarcity mentality that says either or when it is both and. You are both and God. You are favor and blessing God. You are king and priest God. You are that type of God. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Type your will, Lord, your will, Lord, your will, Lord, your will, Lord. What am I teaching you how to do in prayer? Pay attention to the pattern. Everything we pray, we attach scripture to. For many people, watch me, the scripture says that God is obligated to his word. He's obligated to his word. In fact, the scripture says it like this in Isaiah. Scripture says it like this in Isaiah. It says, make your case, Isaiah 43, 26. Put me in remembrance of my word. That's Isaiah 43, 26. So whenever we pray, we got to put scripture on that thing because you got to bring his word back up to him. When you pray, think of it like going for a legal case. You can't just go in there and say, well, this is what I feel, this is what I think, like, I feel like this. You can't say that to a judge. He's gonna say, well, screw your feelings. What is the law? What are the facts? What is the basis of your claim? You have to bring the law or the word, so to speak, okay? So it's the same principle in prayer. Anything you pray, you gotta put scripture on it. I wanna pray uh, what may be a wild prayer. You ready for this one? Um, I wanna pray that your hunger for his word um, would increase. There's a scripture, and I'm going to take you there in Amos. I'm going to take you there in Amos. And it talks about how there was going to be a hunger for the word of God. Um, and in this hunger, it wasn't, it was going to be a famine. It's Amos chapter eight, verse number 11. Listen to this. It says this. Uh, let me read it in IB. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will send a famine in the land, not a famine for food or thirst but a famine for the hearing of the words of the Lord. There's a lot of inspiration, but we need the word. There's a lot of motivation, but we need the word. There's a lot of encouraging things, but we need the word. There's a lot of stuff that's dope, right? And, and for those of you unfamiliar with the nomenclature, it just means, you know, they think it's cool. It's cool. It's good. But we need the word. There's a lot of people talking but ain't saying nothing. I know I'm not the only one that sometimes be like, what? We need the word. Father, we declare our dependence on your word. There are those now that are even saying that we should not put such a focus or emphasis on the word. But you said in John chapter one, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. God, for us to have more of you, we have to have more of your word. There is no separation between you and your word because you are what you said and what you said is who you are. And I pray, God, that you would increase our hunger for the word, not just inspiration, but the word, not just motivation, but the word, not just nice platitudes, but the word, not just a wonderful uh, uh, didactic speeches, but the word. I pray that our hunger for the word increases. You are not 
separate from your word. You cannot separate you from your word. You made your word you, and you made you your word. And so we declare our hunger for the word is increasing. Father, don't let us be those that suffer from the famine from the hearing of the words of the Lord. We declare, Father, that that would not apply to us. Thank you for your word. Father, thank you that your word corrects us. Let's pray. Thank you that your word directs us. Thank you that your word robs us. Thank you that your word checks us. Thank you that your word elevates us. Thank you that your word convicts us. Thank you that your word changes us. Thank you that your word challenges us. Thank you that your word causes us to evolve. Thank you that your word causes us to be better than we were yesterday. Thank you that your word causes us to self-reflect. Thank you that your word causes us to self-correct. Thank you that your word is alive and it is sharper than a dual-edged sword. Your word is the bread of life. Your word is the bread of life. Without it, we are not living. We are just breathing. And in 2023, we will not just breathe, but we will live. We will have life, and we will have life more abundantly. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, in this portion of prayer, just say the word. The word. The word. The word. The word. I literally, I have seen on social media, pastors talking about, and this is the words that they said, and I just said, oh my God, like, we are, we are living the scripture. They said, Christians idolize the Bible. And they idolize the word. I said, what? I said, first of all, he is his word. So this ideology that you can get to God absent what he left for you, absent his principles, absent what he gave, absent what he said is ludicrous because he said to Mark, Matthew 6, 33, Jesus didn't say to seek him. Jesus said to seek the kingdom, which means God says, don't seek me, seek what's important to me. And by default, you seek me. I have seen people talk about we, 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 you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know the word to really, I won't even repeat some of the crazy stuff I've heard about the word. And I said, wow, he is his word. He is his word. Father, we thank you that your word changes us and your word changes situations. I pray God that our hunger for the word not only increases, but that we would begin to see the same miracles. Come on that we see in the word, we see those miracles and greater in our lives. You said greater works, Father, than what you did would be what we do. That's John 14 and 12. So in Jesus' name, Father, we declare that we are greater works people. We declare that we are greater works people, which means we're going to see greater than the miracles that we saw in the word. We're going to see greater than the miracles that we read about. Father, we declare that we are walking, talking, living, breathing examples of your word. If there was no word to read, we could read our lives and see how real you are. We declare we're the greater works people. Yet you provided Peter's tax money when he went fishing. Father, I pray that you provide. That you provide for every need in finance, God. Make them a faithful giver so that they never lack in finance. Father, when there was a blind man, you healed him. I pray that wherever we're not seeing properly, that you would heal, Father, so we'd see properly and have proper vision. I pray, God, there was a woman with an issue of blood. Blood represents life. She had life issues. I pray that whatever life issues we have been walking in, 
and living from and dealing with for year after year after year after year, I pray, God, that we would see you do greater. I pray, God, that just like you did immediately in the Bible, we declare, since we're greater works people, that means we get those immediates. Speak that in the atmosphere. We hear words like suddenly. We hear words like immediately. We hear words like, and then it came to pass. But that would be the place that we live all day, every day. All day, every day. That's where we live in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Drop an amen right there. Listen, guys, if you're just joining us, we're halfway through. It's halftime. I don't know what time that is. I was thinking of a boxing ring, and then I was thinking of a halftime and football, and do 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 is what came out. Listen. We're halfway through. Do me a favor. If prayer's already blessed you, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. When you share, people get saved. Tonight, we're going to see God bring a great harvest of souls tonight, and people are going to make decisions to become Christians and recommit themselves to the Lord. So I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. On Instagram pages, the little triangle at the bottom. Hey, guys, don't send it to me. A lot of y'all, um, I get about two to 300 messages a day on Instagram. And when I look at some of them, they're y'all sending me me. You're sending me live. Thank you, I, but I know that I'm live. Send it to somebody else that doesn't know that I'm live, all right? For those of you on Facebook, those of you on YouTube, I need you to click the button there to share and uh, make sure that uh, you get it out. All right, so listen, the next thing I want to cover in prayer, we cover Proverbs 22, 14, um, about God's protection. Uh, we covered that our hunger for the word would increase so that we are not subject to Amos 8 and 11, and then we covered that we are greater works people, which means the things we read about in the word that we would see greater than that. Speak that over your life. Greater. Greater. Come on, every platform, speak that over your life. Greater. Greater. Like we're greater. Greater. Like that's that's where you're living. That's where you're living. You're living in a place called greater. You are living in a place called greater. You are living in a place called greater. Come on, greater, greater. Danny's living in greater. Samantha's living in greater. Katrina's living in greater. Erica is living in greater. Sheena's living in greater. Chanya uh, uh, is living in greater. Chesley's living in greater. Anthony's living in greater. Sarah's living in greater. Rita's living in greater. Everybody's living in a place called greater. All right. Um, so here's what in this month of February we've been talking about love, right? And one of the things, um, we've been talking about love all this month, relationships and what have you. And the next area we're going to shift to in prayer is love. Jesus said it like this. Um, he says, you can sum up all of the word in three phrases. Love God, love people, love life. That's the whole mantra and mission of Harvest, by the way. Um, this is the first great commandment. is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. The second is to love your neighbor the same way or as you love yourself. It's a mathematical equation. Um, the scripture says something really interesting, though. It says in Matthew chapter 24, listen to this. It says that the love of many, that it will begin to grow cold. Wow. Um, let me read it to you, Matthew 24 tells. It says, and because of the multiplication of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Wow. Let me read you one more version of it. It says, this is CEV, contemporary English. Evil will spread and cause many people to stop loving others. Everybody look at me. Um, 
because faith works by love. First of all, how many of you you've seen or you've experienced or you've been in some of the messages um, for this series, The Ships? And has it blessed you? Like, just, just respond to me in the comments. Tell me, how has this series blessed you? Has it blessed you and how has it blessed you? Just give me something real fast in the comments. Give me something real fast in the comments. All this month, we've been in this series called The Ships. Now, if you haven't heard about it, no problem, Bob, we got you. All you got to do is text HARVEST to 55498. Text HARVEST to 55498. You get our app. You can watch it on YouTube, watch it on Facebook. Our podcast is actually the number one way that people get the word, um, and it's amazing. All right? I see. All right? I see. Jade Liz say it's blessed us. Awesome. Come on. All right? What else? How is it? How is the series? What has the series done for you? Hey, California, good to see you. New to this platform, welcome. Yeah, I forgot. I got right in the prayer. I forgot to greet those words your first time. If it's your first time, let me say welcome. Wave at me if it's your first time. We just want to say thank you. You're in a safe place. We gather together every single Monday night to pray. Make sure you follow and connect. I can tell you it's going to bless you because you're going to get, it's going to be all fire, all word. All right. It's made me more loving. This is good. Help me to restore a 29-year friendship. Wow, that's good. Understanding the why, that's good. Clear communication, that's good. I'm watching them on repeat, that's good. I learned that I'm not rejected, I'm protected. Come on here. It's so real. I cried a lot through this series. Come on. I love it. Ask the right questions. This is good. The love language was eye-opening. My test had different results now. Thank you for following your passage instructions. I said, if you've already taken the test, good, but take it again, because as you mature, your love languages will change. This is good. Bless me, I'm realizing what I need in friendships. Hey, Houston, I've asked a lot of questions of people and even had to cut some off. That's good. Communication, helping to be a better friend, sister, mom, a clear understanding of agape love, right? If you grew up in church, you were taught you could have agape love. You can't. Agape love is God's unconditional love to humans. It's not even something you, we can have, right? So then you strive to do something you're never able to do. Um, found that out. Ooh, that's good. About romance and God. This is good. This is good. This is good. Thanks, Tina. She says your preaching is like a fine wine. To God be the glory. Loving myself is necessary to love others. All right. This is good. Be intentional with love. Just send a text and start watching. Awesome. So everybody look at me. I couldn't find the test. Um, was it a push on the app recently? Yes, it, it, it pushed out on Sunday. So if you don't, if you didn't get the love test, I tell you what, we'll make sure we push it out again to you tonight. My team will remind me, we'll, uh, we'll get that done tonight. So after prayer tonight, get the app and we'll shoot out the, uh, we'll shoot it out again tonight. And shout out yesterday, but we'll shoot it out again tonight so that you can get the uh, love languages test. So it's shout out yesterday after church, but um, if you didn't get it, no problem. We got you. We'll shoot it out again today after prayer. All right. Listen, guys, Matthew 24, 12, it says the love of many will grow cold. I just need to walk you through this before we pray for this. How many of you can be honest that you have dealt with, um, but keeps me motivated, to God be the glory. You have dealt with some situations that have made your love, it's diminished your love. Way back, way back. If you've gone through some stuff that's made you kind of have a sour taste for people, wave at me. Like, you know, you know, you know just wave at me. Just be honest. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. I see your hands. Shay says she's gone through some things that have made her, that, that, have, that have caused her to be that way. All right. Come on. Thanks to the five people who have used badges to sew already. Teresita says yes. Linda says yes. All right. Covetta says yes. Malcolm says yes. Miss Mo says yes. Sharon says yes. Come on. Kristen says yes. Jazz says yes. Sarah says yes. All right. Um, uh, uh, Chesley says yes. Trinisa says yes. All right. I mean, listen. So check this out. 
Let me tell you why. And I just need to tell you the why, and then I'm going to cover in prayer. Galatians 5, 6 says this. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. Now, um, why is that important? The word works there means faith is energized or fueled by love. Pay attention. Which means if the enemy can get your love to go cold, he can now take the fuel from your faith. God, don't let our love grow cold. Come on here. Don't let our love grow cold. Look at me. If he can get your faith to grow cold, then he can get your faith to have no fuel. I'm going to say it a third time because I need you to understand why. Because for some of you all, your days of struggling have come to their end because you're about to find out why you always have people problems. Your days of up and down are about to come to their end because you're finding out why you always have people problems. The enemy knows that your faith is fueled by love, which means if your love grows cold, your car ain't going nowhere. Y'all gonna talk to me today. It's like having an electric car and the battery is not charged. It's like having a, a gasoline vehicle and you have no fuel. So for some of you, here's what the enemy's doing. You think, oh, people, 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 people. It's bigger than people. Type that in the comments. It's bigger than people. It's bigger than people. It's bigger than people. If he can get you offended, if he can get you mad, if he can get you always tapping your braids and you always got an attitude and you always mad, what you don't understand he's doing is he is taking the fuel from your faith, which means your faith won't work. And why is this important, y'all? Because Hebrews 11 and 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God, which means what happens? You're not walking in faith because you're not walking in love, which means you're not pleasing God, which means you're not seeing any prayers answered. You're not seeing any prayers answered. You're not seeing any great breakthrough. Because what happens when, you, when you're when angry with people and your love goes cold? You don't sow like you should. You don't compliment like you should. You don't encourage like you should. Y'all talk to me, please. So now, because you got an issue with people, you think, well, as long as it's good with me and God. No, that is not acceptable. It has to be good with people, too. You can't make people love you, but you so can't stop, people, uh, uh, stop uh, uh, yourself from loving people. I'm going to say that again. You can't make people love you, but you cannot... Stop yourself from loving people. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray right now that our love would not grow cold for you, God, that our love would not grow cold for people and that our love would not grow cold for ourselves. Y'all pray with me tonight. We declare that it will not grow cold. Grow means this happens over time. It's one disappointment after another disappointment after another disappointment. It's one liar after another liar after another liar. It's one situation after another situation, which means, God, that it ends up causing us to grow cold. We declare our love would not grow cold, but that it would stay on fire. I pray, God, that in this jubilee year, that you, for every person that's disappointed us, I hear the Lord clear now, for every person that's disappointed us in the past, for every person that's let us down or hurt us or betrayed us in the past, we pray, God, that you send a replacement this year. Mm. That you send 
or somebody else to in that seat this year. But Father, don't let our love grow cold. Don't let our love grow cold. Why? Because faith works by love and our faith will not have any fuel if we are not walking in love. So we declare God that we release all bitterness, hurt, and unforgiveness. Type, I release it. We release all bitterness, hurt, and unforgiveness. We release all bitterness, hurt, and unforgiveness. Now forgive us for being petty and punitive. Come on. Forgive us, God, for being petty and punitive. Forgive us, God, for holding on to what we should have let go. Forgive us, God, for not walking in the attributes of love. And we declare that this will be our best love year yet because our love will not grow cold in Jesus' name. Let me give you examples of this, and then we're going to cover all of it in prayer. How does your love grow cold for God? You stop worshiping. You stop worshiping. That's how it goes cold. You have to be, come on, everybody, lift your hands. I, nobody should have to tell you to lift your hands because he's been good. Two you Hebrew words from when I lift my hands. One is yada, one is toda. One means I release, one means I receive. How do you know your love has grown cold for God? You only pray when you need something. Come on. God, don't let us only come to you with our hand out asking you for something. Don't let us have to be pumped and primed into praising and worshiping you. Father, we should just wake up with a praise. We should go through the day in the praise. When we, when we check our accounts, we should praise you. When we check our emails, we should praise you. When we get in our homes, our automobiles, we should praise you. Don't let our love for you grow cold. Don't let our love for you grow cold. How do you know your love for the Lord is growing cold? You only pray when you need something. You have to be pumped and primed to worship, to praise. You ready? You ready for this? You ready for this? You secretly are angry with him. You don't say it, but you're angry with him. How do you know you're angry? Why is this happening to me? You want to know how your love for the Lord has grown cold? You ready? Is you're entitled. You feel entitled. Why hasn't this happened for me yet? Why haven't you done this yet? Why haven't you done this yet? Why haven't you done this yet? Father, forgive us for every place where our love for you has grown cold. Forgive us for not recognizing it. Forgive us for not seeing it. Forgive us for not identifying it. But more importantly, God, we declare that's over. We declare that's over. You've been good to us. Come on. I'm about to let you start that fire up for your love. I wish I had a lighter. I'm about to, start that fire with your love. How do you do it? Let them know how grateful you are in the comments. Let them know how thankful you are. Come on, start that fire up. Start that fire up. God, you've been faithful to us. Turn that fire up. God, you've been passionate about us. Start that fire up. Start that fire up. Don't let our love grow cold. Don't let pride. Pride is one of the biggest things that gets Christian because you think that you got it all together and you don't even recognize where you've fallen. You don't even recognize where you're off. You don't even recognize. How do you know your love for the Lord has grown cold? Your serving is sloppy and sucks. That's how you know your, your love has grown cold, because you're sloppy. You don't even give him your best. Father, I pray that we would give you our best in everything that we do. You deserve the best. You don't deserve sloppy. You don't deserve seconds. You don't deserve leftovers. Father, we declare that we are those where our love is on fire for you. Don't let our love grow cold. 
in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, tell him he deserves the best. Put that in the comments. He deserves the best. He deserves the best. He deserves the best. Let me give you the scripture. Let me give you the scripture because the enemy, um, the enemy, <laughs> the enemy, one of the greatest things he uses against you is an improper self-awareness. First Corinthians 10, 12. Look into this. I love this. So if you think you're standing strong, be careful that you don't fall. If you think you're standing strong, be careful that you don't fall. And you have to keep yourself so many people want to be better husbands and wives and this and that. And God is like, what about me, though? Like, didn't I give you all this? Didn't I, didn't I provide all of this? Didn't I make the way? Right? He deserves our best. Number two, our love grow cold. Our love can grow cold for ourselves. How do you know your love has grown cold for yourself? You don't even take care of yourself anymore. God, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. You know you don't even give you your best. You only dress nice if you, somebody going to see you. Your love for yourself is grown cold. You should do it because you don't see yourself. It's quiet in here. You work from home now, so you don't even, you don't even, you don't even, you don't do nothing until later. Your love for yourself is grown cold. You don't pay it. Come on, guys. And I say this with love and respect, but I just, hear me? But I need you to see where your love for yourself is going to come. You pay no attention to what you eat. It's quiet. It's quiet, it's quiet, it's quiet. It's quiet, it's quiet, it's quiet. This isn't judgment. This is not judgment. This isn't judgment. I mean, you, you, you ain't even trying to get fit. You ain't even trying. You ain't trying. Father, don't let our love for ourselves grow cold. Let us give ourselves our best. Come on here, y'all. We cannot give our best to someone else if we do not give it to ourselves. Let us give ourselves our best. Oh, God, let us give ourselves our best because we'll never fight to give it to somebody else because we give it to ourselves. We won't have to fight to give it to spouses because we give it to ourselves. We won't have to fight to give it in serving because we give it to ourselves. We won't have to fight to give it to you because we give it to ourselves. Don't let our love for ourselves grow cold. Oh, God. Oh, God. I know it's going to be rough through there. Okay? Listen, guys. For some of you, you're so focused on loving others. This is, it's good to love others. We're going to talk about that next there's a love, and grow, love growing cold. But you don't even give you your best. You, can I tell you, people like that are very difficult to motivate to do anything. Because they don't even see themselves as worth the investment from themselves. I pray you see yourself as worth the investment for yourself. Oh, God. I pray. I don't know when you see this. I pray you see yourself as worth the boot camp investment. I don't know who that's for. Way back then. Who, I don't know who that's for. I pray you see yourself. We're doing a 98 boot camp. I don't know who that's for. I pray you see yourself as worth the investment. Oh, my God. I pray you see yourself as worth having good people around you. 
and not people that only use you when they're bored. Jesus, I pray you see yourself as worth the investment. I Oh, let's go here. I pray that every ounce of guilt, condemnation, and shame that the enemy would try to put on you, I pray that that would fall off now. I pray that you would not see yourself as less than. I pray that you would not see yourself as insufficient. I pray that you would not have a telephobia where you think you are not worth the investment. I pray that you see yourself as everything God sees you. The scripture says not to think more highly of yourself than you are. And I pray that it's not that we think more highly of ourselves, but I pray that you would think what Jesus thinks about you. Mm -mm. You are not your mistakes. You are not your failures. You are not your dumb decisions. You are not your dumb, I don't know who needs to hear this on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. You are not your dumb decade. You have a decade of just dumb. That's not who you are. If any man, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have become new. That's 2 Corinthians 5, 17. In fact, the Bible says, old things are passed away. Old things are passed away. Old things are passed away. And all things are made new. I mean, you type this in the comments. I'm new. I'm new. Don't let the enemy put that on you. Oh, you screwed up last year. Screw that. Don't be offended. Screw that. Let the redeemed of the Lord say, so. <laughs> the enemy cannot use that against you. He cannot use that against you. He cannot use that against you. There's a mother where you grew up in a very, very, and it wasn't a spiritual environment. It was a religious environment. What's the difference? Spiritual is Christianity. It's God's successful attempt to get to man. Religion is man's futile attempt to get to God. You grew up in a religious environment and you are still dealing, y'all let me flow, you're still dealing with the guilt of the child that you had. You are still dealing with that. I need you because this is about to be your breakthrough moment. Whatever platform you're on, wave your hand right now. Whatever platform you're on, wave your hand because that's about to be broken now. Uh -uh. God's not into guilt. God's not into condemnation and shame. The Holy Spirit convicts us, which means he calls us higher. He does not condemn us, which means he does not push us down. I see you. I got you. I got you on Facebook. I pray right now in Jesus' name. Oh, I see you too. In Jesus' name, that that spirit of condemnation be broken now. I pray that you would see the gift that God gave you in that child. Children are an inheritance from the Lord. Which means what you did may have not been right, but what you produced is an inheritance from the Lord. And that you would never, oh, that you would never look on your life having made a mistake. God is the God, Romans 8, 28, where he takes all things and makes them work together for good. And I declare that it is working together for your good in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. There were a few hands that went up for that. In Jesus' name. Listen, y'all, we're about to run out of time. Do me a favor. If you haven't shared, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. Um, one more thing that I want to pray about. One more thing that I want to pray about. I love growing cold. All right, so let's back it up. 
Faith, Galatians 5, 6, works by love. Works means faith is fueled or energized by love, which means whenever your love begins to grow cold, what the enemy is trying to do, we're going to take prayer requests in just a minute. What the enemy is trying to do, thank you for bringing that to my attention, though. What the enemy is trying to do is to get your faith not to work. So it's bigger than people. I Can I be, can I be honest with you? I discovered that whenever it is time for me to use my faith, people do stupid stuff. Y'all better hear me. I have discovered that whenever I'm about to take a big step of faith, the enemy will try to use people to do stupid stuff that gets me out of Galatians 5, 6, and that gets me into that other. Y'all better hear me. And for some of you, some of the people problems you're having right now, hey, Greensboro, North Carolina, is the enemy trying to defuel your faith. Faith works by love. You got to hear that. Galatians 5, 6, faith works by love. Hebrews 11 and 6, without faith it's impossible to please God. So if you get offended, if you get angry, if, you, if you're not walking in love, what happens? Your faith won't work. So you'll be stuck on this side of breakthrough instead of that side of breakthrough. And it's, watch me, you ready for this? And it had nothing to do with the specifics of that situation. It was the enemy saying, I need them to be offended because they won't walk by faith. I need them to be pissed off with people so they won't walk by faith. Don't be offended. I need them to be, I need them to be so mad right now that they won't walk by faith. I need them to look at somebody and I need them to, their blood to boil so they won't walk by faith. Father, don't let our love grow cold. For you, we pray for it. For ourselves. Lastly, your, your love for people can grow cold. How do you know your love for people can grow cold? How do you know your love for people can grow cold? You ready? You know that your love for people can grow cold, number one, when you just don't care about people. Whatever. Whatever. How do you know your love for people is growing cold? When you exhibit borderline sociopathic behavior, you do things without considering how it affects other people. It's quiet. It's quiet. How do you know your love for people is growing cold? You're offended by everything. By Everything, everything offends you. You, There's nothing that can be said to you that doesn't offend you because as far as you're concerned, you can never be checked. How do you know your love has grown cold when you're uncheckable? When you can't be checked, your love has grown cold and the enemy is about to take you off back and beat you up. Period. Period. Point blank, bottom line. Everything offends you. You know, I like your shirt. Well, you didn't like my pants? Shut up. You, your love has grown cold. Your love has grown cold. Touch your neighbor. I don't feel like touching nobody right now. Your love is going cold. It wasn't about what you felt like. The director was the touch. There was a healing that was in your touch, and now you just locked it up. It's quiet in here. It's quiet in here. How do you know your love for people is going cold? Is that you can be in the house with people and never speak to them. That means your love is going cold. How do you know your love is going cold? That you can walk past people and not even acknowledge that you walked past them, not even smile, not even nod. Because as far as you're concerned, what I'm doing is so more important than acknowledging a person. It's quiet in this building. In this building. It is quiet in this building. It's just me in here. But it's quiet online. How many can be honest that with some of these examples, some of you married couples, your love has grown cold. 
Your love is gone. You intentionally do things to tick the other one off. Your love is going cold. For your children, some of you, your love is going cold for your children. One of the things I, that, that my, my mother taught me love really good. When I was a kid, we would go around the house and we'd say, I love you. You know, we'd holler from one room to the other. We'd I love you. Good night, love you. Good night, love you. Good night. We still do, we, 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 we still do that to this day. Um, and my, my mother taught the importance of demonstrating and showing and saying um, love. Um, you got to hear me. For some of you, you literally, your love has grown so cold, even amongst people you're around every day. Every day, it's grown cold. Why? Because the enemy says, I'm going to ruin your faith. Okay? And y'all can hear me. For some of you, specifically say, I love it, hollering across the hall, I love you. Right? So listen, for some of you, listen, you have to be careful because people will do things that make you want to hate people. Where are the real people at? We got to go. Let's forget. We got to go. My hand is up. People will do things that make you want to hate people. I know. Good God, I know. You ready? But your faith works by love. Look at me. I need you to type this in the comments. We got to go. It's not worth it. Type that in the comments. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I know people will do things. Some of y'all, the stuff that people have done. I was talking with a pastor today who talked about how his mother, when she was, when he was a child, the things she would do when she would get all this stuff and literally just do nothing for him and how this affected him to this day. I know some of y'all, you've been through a whole lot. I know some of y'all, you've watched people be abusive. And, and, and it, but look at me, it's not worth it. Don't let that make you grow cold. This doesn't mean that you're a fool. It just means you're not cold. Father, don't let our love for people grow cold. Don't let our love for people grow cold in Jesus' name. Okay. I see a question. Um, but let's, what's the question? Let's see real fast. Bishop, can you give the scripture, give tips about how to lead, lead our prayers again? Great question. Best thing to do for the second time because we're at the end is go back and look at the, look at the beginning of the replay. Also, if you go to our YouTube channel and search, go to the Harvest YouTube channel and search prayer, I got tons of messages that I actually do a much better job to walk you through um, and walk you through how to pray, how to do it, how to attach scripture. That's an amazing question. Thank you for that. Guys, we got to go. It's eight o'clock. Last two things that I want to do. Last two things that I want to do. How many of you can just be honest? Drop a heart if you can be honest that some of your love, even if it was a little bit, some of your love was grew cold. Drop a heart in the comments. Drop a heart in the comments. Drop a, I guess it's like that. There you go. Drop a heart in the comments. I had a double chin and heart right there. <laughs> drop, <laughs> drop, <laughs> drop a heart in the comments if you can be honest that some of your love had grown cold. It's not worth it. It's not. Last two things I want to do. Tonight, if prayer bless you, I want you to sow into prayer. I want you to sow into prayer. And here's our seed tonight, 2412. You can do $24.12. You can do $241.20. You can do... $42.21. Put those numbers in it. 2412. 2412. Thank you for your honesty. T says real cold. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But it is not worth it. You have too much to accomplish than being walking around here mean and bitter and mad and angry. No. No, 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 no. All right. Um, so here's what I want to encourage you to do. Do this. Um, that's our seat tonight, 2412. So uh, and, then, and you're going to just call this, you ready? You're going to call this your love seed. It's going to call this your love seed. This is going to, you're going to call this your love seed. 
Um, how can you sew that? You can use the cash app dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giveify. All of that is available. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. For those of you that are on the Instagram pages, you can use the um, the uh, badges and you can sew that way. But everybody, let's sew. And it's your love seat because all of us don't let the enemy get your love to grow cold. I, I promise you, I understand better than you know. But he just wants to stop your faith. And for some of you, you got big stuff coming up. You got big stuff coming up. How many of you, you can sense something big about to happen for you? You got big stuff coming up. You do not have time. You don't have time um, to get caught up in letting your love grow cold and being bitter and mad and angry. All right? You don't have time for that. All right? So make sure that you do that. That's our seat, $24.12 or anything with those numbers in it. And you sow that. Why do we sow? Luke 6, 30, given it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down, shaking together, running over. Hear me. Um, you always bless what blesses you. Last thing that I want to do. I see. I see your hand. I, I'm telling you, something big is happening. That's why the enemy, people are doing stupid stuff. Who am I talking to? People are doing stupid stuff. Why? Because the enemy's like, oh, God, I got to get him to be mad and angry and frustrated. If I can get him that way, he ain't going to use his faith. The devil should have got you last time. It's not going to happen. All right. Last thing I want to do tonight, guys. If you are not a Christian, God's coming to get you tonight. This is your night. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure tonight's your night. Some of you, your love to God has grown cold because you've been mad. You've been angry. You've been frustrated. You've been asking why. Guess what? This happened to everybody significant in the Bible. It happened to Elijah, the great Elijah. It happened to him. He one day is saying to the Lord, Lord, what are you doing? Why did you leave me like this? Why did you do me like this? This happened to David. Read the, a lot of the Psalms. David literally is saying, God, why did you leave me? Why did you forsake me? What's going on? This happened to everybody great in the Bible. Even Jesus said, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? Sometimes your love for God, it can get broken. It can grow cold. But tonight's your night to turn that fire on. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or, re, or, or be sure on three, God's coming to get you. I need you to do one of two things. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord, one, two, three. Wherever you're at, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Wherever you're at, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Do that hand wave emoji says me. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure God is coming to get you tonight. It's the love train. Come on, join in. He's coming to get you tonight. I see you. I got you, Naomi. Wherever you're at, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. I got you. They're responding over here on the Bishop Foreman IG. No guilt, no kind of no shame, no condemnation, no shame. I hear this. There's a couple of you like, well, I've done this before, but you got off. There's nothing wrong with making sure it's on. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Wherever you're at, you're in a safe place, guys. I promise you. No guilt. No condemnation, no shame. Nobody's going to beat you up. Nobody's going to beat you down. There's nothing but love. You got to hear me. God's love came to get you on a Monday night on social media. Only God can do that. There's a flood of people coming to the Lord over here on the Bishop Foreman IG. There's a flood of people coming to the Lord. Keep coming. Keep responding. Keep responding. I ain't going to stop that. Keep responding. It's a flood. It's a flood. Have people coming to the Lord. Lord Jesus of fire, <laughs> coming to the Lord. Hallelujah. This is amazing to me. Y'all ought to be, don't rejoice. Don't put your claps in the comments yet so we don't miscount and, and mistake you for somebody. 
All right, listen, you can keep responding, but I want everybody to pray this prayer with me. You can keep responding. You need to become a Christian. You commit yourself to the Lord. Or we should do that. We emoji says me. You can keep responding. But everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you. They're still responding for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord. I see you on Facebook and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get back up again. In Jesus name. Amen. Listen, guys, it's just that simple. Sometimes Christianity is made so overcomplicated when it is really simple. Bible says if you prayed that prayer, heaven shouting when we shout. I want to give you one instruction. Text the word harvest to 55498. Why, why should I do that? Because when you do that, a menu is going to come to you and you're going to just enter the number two. Just going to type the number two. It's going to give you then a message we call what next? Okay, you've prayed this prayer. What do you do next? Please, please, please don't just pray this prayer and then go back to life as usual because God is ready for everything in your life to upgrade, to be better, to change. You're going to text the word harvest to 55498. Thank you, Chrissy over here. Can I get somebody to put that in the comments over here so that I can, uh, so that I can um, pin that? You're going to text the word harvest to 55498. And do that. I just I I want to give you the tools you need to walk this thing out. Everybody, look at me. You may make some mistakes. Get up. You may fail and fall. Get up. You may be like, I don't even know if I believe. Get up. Because he believes in you, and you got to do it. All right. I love you guys. It's eight oh seven, but it was worth it to me to see so many people come to the Lord. It's always worth it to me to see so many people come to the Lord. Let's get our seed in the ground. In 2412 from Matthew 2412, it's our love seed. God, let's end this prayer this way. God, don't let our love grow cold. In Jesus' name. Get your seed in the ground. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow online. Love you. Shalom. Have an amazing night. Love you, Harvest IG. Have an amazing night. Love you, Mr. Foreman IG. Have an amazing night. Congratulations to all of you who gave your lives to the Lord. It's amazing to me to see that. And we're here for you. We got you covered. I really want you to shoot that text because I just want to get that message in your hand. What next? Now that you prayed this prayer or recommitted yourself to the Lord, what do you do next? I really want to just get that into your hands. It's what I wish somebody would have told me when I got saved. I got you. All right. Get your seed in the ground. Shoot the text. Love you. Love you, Ray. Miss you. Shalom, everybody. Shalom, everybody. Have an amazing night. Love y'all. Have an amazing, amazing, amazing night. Amen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.